This is music director Crystal Bunch here at KZMU Moab. And recently I had a, a chance to sit down virtually with Sal from A Pale Horse Named Death to chat about the new album, Invernum and Terra, which will be released in September of 2021. Sal and I talked about how A Pale Horse Named Death formed and came about, how maybe this album is different than the past albums, how the songwriting and recording and producing has changed over the years since his start in music in the 80s until now. We talked about where you can find that album when it comes out and what to look forward to from a pale horse named Death in the Future. Thank you all so much for tuning in to KZMU Moab and enjoy the interview. I am Crystal Bunch here with KZMU Moab, the music director here at the station. And today I have the pleasure of sitting virtually with Sal from A Pell Horse Named Death. Welcome, Sal. Hi, how are you? Thank I'm, you for having me. No problem. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm excited. You have a new album com- coming out, Infernum and Terra. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yes, you are. You, got, you nailed it. I was reading it. And I'm like, well, this one looks pretty easy. But, you know, I'm also the queen of butchering stuff sometimes. So I, I always want to double check. Well, I have two of the singles here from that album, Believe in Something and Shards of Glass, that I have up here at the station. They're amazing and they're great. So. Yeah, you're welcome. What can you tell us about about the new album, maybe when it's going to be released, what we should expect from it, all the good stuff? Uh, yeah, there's a lot to expect. The record is release, is being released on September 24th um, on Rhino, on digital, on DigiPack, CD. Um, there's a special edition vinyl as well that's uh, splatter, splatter, two different kinds of splatter vinyls uh, folks can get. It's a double gatefold, double vinyl. Next week, which I'm really excited about, our third single is coming out called Reflections of the Dead. And also the video for that song is coming out next week. So I'm really stoked about it because, again, um, I like videos to be kind of like short movies. And, and, and our director, this was filmed and done in Sweden. Oh, in Gotham, cool. outside of Gothenburg, so I'm really excited for everyone to see the video. It's pretty dark, um, and, and and to hear the third single, and I'm just really happy to again to be able to put out another album. Uh, everything is a labor of love nowadays with juggling everything else in life. It's uh, it's always a huge accomplishment to wrap one of these records up and release it to the world and to the fans that do want to get the next thing from this band or from me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of new elements on this on this record as far as, you know, we had a new artist do the uh, album artwork. Uh, Mr. Kelvin Duran from Dublin, Ireland did the artwork and uh, spectacular uh, job he did. We wanted to. I wanted to change things up a little bit, have a little bit of a, a something that would tie in with the title better and a fresh look. And again, you know, I'm just you know, I'm happy this this record went into the works. I had the ideas, but it all started happening. It, uh, I did some sketches at the beginning of last year, which was the beginning of the pandemic. Yes. So I knew with everything I was seeing on TV and everything that was going on, in conjunction with the fact that we were approaching the 10-year anniversary of our first album, which is called And Hell Will Follow Me, I wanted something to have the word hell in it. After watching what was going on, whether it was, you know, people dying from the pandemic, the virus, or people losing their jobs or not working, people, kids being stuck home, which I have children that were stuck home from school, 
you know, it was just, it was in one form or another to me that people were suffering and it was definitely a hell on earth for a yes. lot of people. Um, even for people not, not able to even go to a game or see concerts or any kind of social interaction. So I knew um, that I wanted to call the record that, but I also knew that a title like Hell on Earth was just too uh, predictable and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and too run-of-the-mill, uh, shall we say. So I, I translated it uh, into Latin, and it, you know, basically it came up Infernum in Terra, which Infernum is hell. The word Terra means Earth. So I thought, this is so killer. This is, <laughs> this is incredible. And, and anyone that's like not intelligent enough to know what that means, well, not intelligent, but just doesn't know what it means, it's going yeah. to provoke uh, provoke them to want to research it and Google it and look it up and then, you know, all that other stuff that ties in. And, and it has a biblical sense to it. So that's pretty much like in a nutshell uh, where we were going. At the same time, I was leaning more and more. Uh, you know, everything was like mid-tempo or slow, and, and I've been leaning more and more, becoming uh, being more doomier as I go along and as I get older, and I get, I'm getting slower. And so <laughs> um, I, I wanted to delve into a couple of new elements on the record and have um, some things that were a little more obvious as far as instrumentation. And, and so I'm really excited about it. And I, again, in this long road that I've lived of ups and downs and hills and valleys, I'm just really pleased that I got something coming out that could be a positive result for many people that might, you know, that are fans or that might become fans and get some kind of outlet, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you've been a musician for a long time. So can we just like, where, when did you start producing music? As far as like writing? Yeah, because I know you, I mean, obviously, like, I know your musical past, but like, how has that changed? Yeah. As far back as like, um, the Life of Agony second record, Ugly, Mm -hmm. I had a hand in writing a lot of music on that record. And it was, it kind of started when I was in typo negative. Um, I was really heavily enthralled and mentored by, by Peter, who I knew uh, Peter from as far back as 1983. And yeah. I was a lot younger than him at that time. So I was very influenced um, by him. I was always hanging out at his rehearsals um, with Carnivore because I was taking, at that time, I was taking drum lessons when I was a kid from his drummer in Carnivore. Yeah. And uh, that's how we became friends. So when Carnivore split up, you know, we started like hanging out more. And anyway, sitting in a room and watching how he worked and how Josh worked and how the recordings went with those records, I, I was just absorbing a lot of things. But he kind of influenced me to want to pick up the guitar and the bass and start learning how to play those instruments as well. Mm-hmm. So this goes back to 1990, around that time, 89, 90. And I went and got a, like, I think I bought like a cheap bass and I started playing bass and I started noodling around. Then I started keying in and realizing, well, wow, I just kind of, a lot of it was self-taught, but a lot of it was from watching him, how he did things. And it just kind of went from there, little by little, little by little, little by little. And Mm -hmm. then, then, you know, years later, I, I was submitting pieces of music or arrangements to Life of Agony, and it went from there. And then, you know, I kind of disappeared for a while. Then I came back in the early 2000s with a band called Supermassive, and I wrote, like, all the, like a lot of music on that. And I just kept on going. No, I just kept I on going yeah. until, you know, you know, practice, practice, practice. And then finally I came up with this concept, you know, uh, for a Horseman guest in 
in 2009, and I was writing this collection of really heavy music and also the music that I really liked that, that was influenced by Peter. And of course, I knew like a lot of his, his formulas and secrets and things like that on how he did things. So I just started making it my own little by little, and, and I just started going into my own world and making it my own. And, you know, we put out the first record, it, you know, it came out on SP and, uh, literally 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, and it went from there. And I just got addicted to it, and that's where I started neglecting. Like, I didn't want to play drums. I was I played drums. I've always written and played drums on the records for, for Pale Horse Named Death. I always handled that department because I'm pretty OCD, but... <laughs> Um, I didn't want to be back there behind a kid. I wanted. I had so much more to give as far as, as arranging and being a composer. And then I got into piano. And then I got into all these different instruments. And like this record's like kind of the culmination of me bringing in even more piano, bringing in uh, orchestral tubular bells, and uh, having fun making the soundscapes. And it just. Yeah, it's just it's it to me it's a it's a it's a pretty good exciting uh, kind of feeling when I f- hear something come together. Yeah, and it's a song, and I like orchestrating and making layers of stuff going on, doing different, you know, and just becomes this orchestration of different melodies and, and kind of in a nutshell. I I just think that you know you explaining that musical. It's it's basically your career, but to me, it's like the journey of where you started to to what has come about now, and it's it's amazing. Like I love that artists are like, you know what, I want to play the guitar now, or I want to do this, and knowing that you can yeah. go back and and make those changes and be, you know, that much more supportive to even the people in the band because you've been there and you know. And I think that that's it's super rad when I you know talk to to artists that are like nope this is what i do and this is you know what i've learned and this is where i'm like you know this isn't working i want to do more so i think that's really cool that you've evolved like that over the years because you've been at it a long time and and the music is still great so you're doing something something good for sure it's it's you know it's it's you know it has its ups and downs and there's a lot of rocky roads that go along and for me, uh, uh, you know, it's always going to be like some kind of bad event that influ- influences the music, you know. So um, there's a lot of ups and downs in life that, that influence a lot of the dark stuff that goes on mm-hmm. in the music. But it's also a release and a way to uh, kind of let it out in, in a safe way. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, a, and I get really a natural high from creating. And I, but I'm just like doing anything. I have to be productive. Because I have a lot of other hobbies I do and a lot of things I like to do. And as long as I'm creating something, whether it's music or anything, building something or fixing something in a house, or it just, I get this great sense of satisfaction of, of feeling good about myself and I have justified my self-worth in this, on this planet. It's kind of one of those things for me. Yeah. And if I sit around too much, I kind of go crazy and I feel like a loser. So I, I got to keep keep busy. I got to yeah. keep busy. Well, um, as we wrap it up today, because I know you have a full day of interviews, what is something, well, first of all, is there anything, any song, any track that you want to let listeners know, hey, look out for this one. This one is, is top notch. It's my favorite. I, I will say that next week, um, the third single is coming out along with the video, mm-hmm. um, which is called Reflections of the Dead. And it is a super heavy, doomy, slow song. Um, it'll probably bring people into a little bit of that type of negative vein as well. 
just because it's slow. Mm-hmm. Um, and the video, which was filmed in Sweden, is like a short movie, and it's basically about someone. I mean, the song is a, is about someone that has, I guess, like a kind of like a gift that can see things in the other dimension, and they are so enamored with that side of the of, of the universe that they um, contemplate suicide because this real world is so cruel and. Um, they want to join the, the dead that they, they see on the other side. So that song is super, super cool. And I'm really excited about it coming out, which I'm sure you'll have it. Yeah. Have it, you'll hear it. But that, that to me, is, that's like one of my favorites. Um, there's a lot of weird songs on the record that are my favorite. Uh, so um, I'm just excited. Um, I, I love the way everything turned out. I love the way cause it was, I was a little dissatisfied with the previous record, with the production a little bit. So I, w- I was able to fix these things on this record. And I was, I'm really excited of just the overall cool um, analog sound that we got going on and the clarity and, I, I love the vocals on the record, and I just would recommend that everyone at least buy the whole record. Yeah. It does have some cool soundscapes that kind of tie everything together. And even though it's not conceptual uh, all the way, it, it is a, there is a form of concept that does carry you from the very beginning of the opening track to the very end. So I would, I would, I think people, you know, should definitely check out the whole record. Awesome. And where can they find that? Where, where should they go to find, you know, even merch, records, any of that? Uh, for, well, merch, uh, you can go to uh, com. There's links on there for merch and to go to the record shop to order the vinyl. I know you can go to... Um, Amazon, um, you know, there's Bandcamp, there's like, there's a whole bunch of outlets and there's tons of links. If you go to our Facebook page or any of our social media stuff or website, there's links that that you can click on that'll take you right to these places. Because like right now we have like a a two different limited splatter um, double gatefold vinyls because it's a double vinyl set. So you get two vinyls and it opens up, you know, the, the artwork opens up. And I had to say, like, if you Aww. get the vinyl, that's probably the best thing to do because the artwork, <laughs> artwork is off the hook. I'll have to check and that out for sure. You're very cool. And, and then there's also the Digipack, which the Digipack has also an elaborate book um, that has a whole set of artwork per song as well. And then, of course, the digital formats uh, are available as well. But I think getting something that's hard copy coolest thing especially you know being old school you know yeah. I, I, you know it's cool to hold it in your hands that was my favorite thing as a kid to buy the record and and open it up and read the lyrics mm-hmm. and look at all the information where it was recorded who did what and and look at all the artwork in great detail to me that's like the greatest satisfaction versus uh i i mean i still have a hard time um you know, just just buying an MP3 download of an album. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I think people are missing out uh, with that. I know it's expensive. I know it costs more money, and you know, people may not have the patience to wait for it to be shipped or something. But when you get it, though, uh, it, it, you know, like art, the artwork on this record, it's like something you can hang on the wall. It's super cool. It's done by a well-known artist from Dublin, Ireland, and it's very like biblical and satanic at the same time 
and um, it's probably one of the most darkest contents that I've done so far as, as far as the album and the lyrics and the music. Um, so, yeah, yeah awesome. that's, that's what I would say. Awesome. Well, thank you again, everyone who is who will eventually listen to this. I am sitting with Sal virtually with a pale horse named Death and the album Infernum and Terra is coming out next month and I highly recommend everybody checking it out. And Sal, thank you one more time, most sincerely, for for chatting with me today. I really appreciate it. Likewise. Thank you for the support and having the time to interview me and it was a it was a pleasure and I, I, I thank your continued support. 